Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Sean Golden, and welcome to Golden Health Method Podcast. This is a podcast about helping you reach your health and nutrition goals in every aspect. It's about continuously learning so that we can stay healthy, feel great every day, and continue to enjoy life at a high level. You know, Golden Health Method is really about understanding the ideas, tools, and strategies that will keep you feeling more vibrant and optimally able to handle what life throws at you. But I'm also going to challenge you because there are far too many fad diets out there and misinformation that really just keep people stuck and contribute to their issues. So thank you for joining us today, and I'm super pumped for today's episode. Now, this podcast episode was taken from a video, so it's possible that I could be pointing at something or motioning towards something that you might not be able to see, but you'll get the gist of it. And if you want to see the full video, just head over to goldenhealthmethod.com. Hey, welcome back to Golden Health Method. My name is Dr. Sean Golden, and in this video, I'm going to be showing you why mindfulness practices such as meditation, yoga, tai chi, are drastically important not only for emotional health, but also physical health and healing and even warding off degenerative changes. Now, many of us understand that mindfulness practices such as meditation, yoga, tai chi, or even just guided imagery or relaxation can have a profound effect on our anxiety level, our depression, or emotional health. And really, I mean, studies have proven over and over again this concept in trials. But what a lot of us don't fully grasp is just how important those same practices can be in our physical health. Now, you see, nowadays with all of the stress that we have, with running back and forth and trying to always create and achieve new goals and always striving and not really giving ourselves that time to relax and calm down. It has this, what it does to our body is it keeps this fight or flight response always turned on. And that inhibits the other response, which is the relax and digest response. So when you have this imbalance, when you always are in this fight or flight mode, even, you know, in small levels, you could be at work. And you could just be, you know, talking with other people or being in meetings, or you can be, you know, kind of stressed because you're busy and trying to get things done on time. All of these little micro stressors, they accumulate. And what we now know is that that type of stress actually prevents proper healing in the body. You see, when you look at other animals, like if you look at a lion in the wild, if he's not chasing an animal or running away from something... He's just relaxing there. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to do. He's peaceful. And that's how all of us animals are really supposed to be on a daily basis. 
But because we have these human minds, these minds that can think about the past and the future and worry and ruminate, it allows us to create our own imaginary stressors. And while that's helpful in getting things done and really advancing as a species, what it doesn't do for us is it doesn't allow our body sometimes to heal like it naturally should. Now, we can't always prevent work and we can't always, you know, prevent all of these worries and anxieties we might have. But something we can do is we can start incorporating a mindfulness practice such as meditation into our daily lives to help relax this constant stress and give ourselves a break and start allowing our bodies to start functioning really like they should. And there's been quite a few randomized control trials that most people don't even know about that have shown that sometimes in as little as four days when people start meditating or incorporating some type of mindfulness practice, such as like a mindfulness-based yoga, that in as little as four days, inflammation levels can start dropping. And actually, one of the largest master regulators of inflammation called nuclear factor kappa beta, uh, which you don't need to know that name, but it's if you look at the studies, you'll kind of see it over and over again. This NFKB for short, it's a master regulator of inflammation. It's deeper and more expansive in its role in inflammation than what the NSAIDs like ibuprofen and aspirin can even touch. This is at the core of inflammation. And what we know about NFKB is that constant stress in our life causes it to elevate. And when NFKB rises, this master regulator of inflammation, it inhibits our body from being able to heal. So if someone has colon inflammation, if they have IBS, and they're constantly stressed, this factor along with others will start rising. And it'll actually inhibit the body's, ab uh, the body's ability to heal the colon tissue like it should. But what we found through these randomized controlled trials incorporating things like meditation is that once they start to incorporate these mindfulness practices and start reducing their stress, then they start to see this NFKB level start decreasing along with other inflammatory factors. And what this can do is it can help things like that colon tissue start to heal again. Anyone with severe IBS or even other autoimmune conditions, they start to understand just at a personal level how stress can cause a flare-up and how it can cause more pain and how it can cause the colon not to heal. And there's a real reason behind that. It's the same thing with everything else. When, I mean, one of the things that we, that a lot of people have heard is that stress causes ulcers. And then sometimes they're taught in biology class that it's not caused from stress. It's caused from a bacteria called H. pylori, that that's actually the thing creating the ulcer. Well, the truth is it's both. See, some people have H. pylori in their stomach. And their body does a perfectly good job of, of warding it off or fighting it off or repairing the stomach, the stomach lining well enough that H. pylori can't ever do enough damage to cause an ulcer. But in other people that get chronically stressed, the stomach lining can't repair itself 
we have a new stomach lining every seven days around. And if you are chronically stressed and you can't repair that stomach lining, then that opportunistic H. pylori bacteria will start creating an ulcer for you. And those are just a couple examples. But what we now know is that this NFKB, when its levels are elevated, it'll even inhibit things like muscle healing and tendon healing, which will put you at more increased risk for tendonitis and muscle issues from working out. So it's really a very expansive, wide-ranging thing. And it actually parallels very nicely with the longevity data. You see, when there are these places around the world, they're called blue zones, and it's where people routinely live to over 100. And what they found in that these places, something that unites them is, of course, what diet they eat. And a lot of them have a more traditional diet that I'm going to talk about and have talked about on this these episodes already. But another key factor in their longevity, and this is even more consistent really than the diet, is how connected they feel within their community. You see people with a short, uh, like a tight-knit community that have a lot of relationships, very close relationships, have friends, can relax and interact and have social gatherings. They tend to have lower stress levels. So what I'm trying to get at is whether it's, you know, relaxing with your friends, incorporating a mindfulness practice that's been really shown repeatedly over and over to reduce these inflammatory markers. You need to do something to kind of get away from the busyness of the day and be able to just sit and relax and kind of wipe away the stress and the worries. Because that type of practice is really going to be what allows your body to start getting into this rest and digest, this parasympathetic mode, this mode where your body starts healing. Now, there's a lot of other factors that come into play here. An obvious one is something like sleep. But something that really can have a, really a large effect size is meditation or any other similar mindfulness practice. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, meditation is, you know, sometimes looked at as like a chore. I don't always feel like sitting down and meditating. And to be honest, over the past, I don't know, five to 10 years, I keep getting on the train and then off the train with meditation. And it's really kind of the same thing as working out. I know working out is really good for me. I know running is good for me, aerobic exercise, all of that stuff. But there comes times when I just don't do it like I should. And I just have to get myself kind of back on the train. And whenever I get back on the train, I remember again why I want to do this again. Because I like how I feel. I like what it does for me. I like the benefits. And it's the same thing with meditation. When I'm on the meditation train, everything just goes a little bit better. I'm a little less stressed, a little less worried. I go after my goals a little easier, and it also, I know that it helps my body to start functioning better, and it can remove any blocks that might be causing my body not heal properly. So since this whole, since all of my episodes are all about health and trying to get you to be as healthy as you can be and to live a life really where you, you don't have to worry about your health or to get you in a place 
where you feel like you are healthy. Stress reduction, or really being able to live in a way where you don't have this chronic micro stress occurring all the time, is gonna be a very key component to becoming healthy. If you have any chronic health condition, almost all of them are impacted by chronic stress. And there's research to support that. So a meditation could do is start you on the path of mindfulness and being able to realize that, you know, all there really is is this one moment. Forget about the past. The future is far away from now. Just to live kind of right in the now. And that's something that intellectually sounds good and easy, but really in order for you to actually experience that, it needs to be a practice. It's something you get better at as you continue doing it. And it's something that I have a long way to go in myself. But as much as I urge myself, I'm also urging you to start on some type, whatever fits you and your personality, but start on some type of mindfulness practice. Now, if you want to see any of the supporting research uh, or any evidence of what I've kind of said throughout this blog, make sure you go to the description below and check out the link that goes to my website because I have the article, the transcript version of this video, and there I list all of the research. It's all linked and you can click it and go right to the study. Uh, there's a bunch of cool studies in there, so if you're interested at all, I'd recommend checking that out. All right, guys, I hope this video served you. If you ever have any questions, make sure you reach out to me or go ahead and leave a comment below. If you like this video, please hit the like button. It really helps me. And if you don't want to miss any episodes, hit the subscribe button, and that'll make sure you're notified when a new episode comes out. So I'm here to serve you guys and help you on your health journey. Uh, please let me know if I can help you any way that I can. All right, have a good rest of your day. It was great talking with you. All right, hey, it's Dr. Sean. I hope you enjoyed that episode, and I hoped it helped add some powerful information that you can use to take your health to the next level. I really congratulate you for taking the time out of your day to listen to Golden Health Method, and I'm deeply grateful. So, um... Could you just do me a favor? Could you just go to Apple Podcasts and review this episode or really any of our episodes? Every time you review or download a few of these episodes, it helps allow me to further be able to spread my message and be able to help more people. It's something that I super, super appreciate. Also, if you would like more information like this, make sure you go to goldenhealthmethod.com and subscribe to my weekly newsletter, where I discuss information not shown anywhere else. Join our community and further dedicate yourself to mastery in nutrition and health. Remember, every day you can make choices that will further keep you in the status quo, or you can decide to really make your health the priority that it is and go out there and crush it. Until next time, my friends. 